Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie Peluso. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Oh, and we're here. And we're live. And we're doing it. We're really doing it. We're making it happen. Sharp Tongue Tuesday. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I am here in the house I grew up in, the house that Nancy Peluso built. Well, she didn't really build it, but, you know, she decorated the fuck out of it. I got to tell you, we probably kept Marshall's, Christmas tree shops, and all your other decorative stores open for business because of how we roll here in the Peluso household. Happy holidays, everybody. I am about to embark on a USO tour tomorrow. I can't tell you where I'm going, or a laser beam will end up on my forehead and I will explode from some far-off laser for giving away classified information. So sorry, but I am really looking forward to traveling overseas to entertain our troops, men and women, boots to ground. I'm so excited about it. I will be able to share with you things after the fact of where I travel to, with who, and all of that fun stuff, but I can assure you... It is going to be a fucking fun time. I can't swear, can't talk about sex, death. Not supposed to offend uh, the troops in any way, obviously. Can't talk about the president. So I guess I'm going to go up there and do fart noises for 45 minutes. (laughs) I seriously am like, I'm about to email them and be like, but can I do fart jokes? (laughs) Listen, when you're overseas in the military, I guarantee farts are funny still. Guarantee, guarantee there's, there's a child guttural laugh that happens where you just laugh and no noise comes out when you hear a fart joke. I guarantee you if I, if I bust out a few of those, they will eat it up with a spoon, a fart spoon, fart box. <laughs> Welcome to my USO fart box tour. I'm so excited. I really can't wait. Um, and then I'm going to take probably the month of January off <laughs> after this entire year. Holy hell. I mean, everything that could have happened happened in my life in the past three years. You know, had a dog die in my arms, went through a, an abusive relationship with somebody who had borderline personality disorder, had to get a restraining order, watched my father slip away eventually for good, and here I am. I haven't washed my hair in a week. I'm looking forward to giving it a fresh wash to go entertain the troops. I think they deserve that. I think at the very minimal, they deserve fresh hair. You know, I'm going to shave my legs. I'm getting really serious. Shaving my legs. My shins right now look like the shins of an adolescent Sasquatch. The hair's growing out towards, like the hair is literally trying to leave my body. My shin hair is embarrassed to be on my shin. It's like, get me off of this wildebeest. Why am I here? I don't belong here. That's what my hair is thinking. Get it? A little pun. See, I'm going to have to do puns like that. Very, very clean comedy. And you know what? 
I'm I'm not one that likes to label comedy. I'm not one that likes to segregate it too much, but that's it, just, that's the way it is. It's like the cereal aisle. Comedy is just like the cereal aisle of the grocery store. There's a sugary cereal, there's a healthy cereal, there's that weird cereal that you never eat. You're just like, 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 you know, what is it? Shredded wheat. My dad used to love shredded wheat. Who's ordering shredded wheat? Ordering. I'd like to order a bowl of shredded wheat. Some motherfuckers in the diner right now ordering a bowl of shredded wheat. It just sounds aggressive and boring at the same time. It's like shredded wheat. <laughs> you know, and comedy's no different. There's all types of comedy. And for the most part, I'm, I'm what you call, I would like to classify my comedy as real. It's just what I think, feel, and, and how, I, how I interpret the world. That's what my comedy is. It's real. Sometimes I swear. Sometimes I talk about sex. You know, I try. I just try and keep it to as honest as I can with my emotions because I'm like, I feel like I'm an emotional performer. Not in the sense that I'm crying, in the sense that I like to bring a lot of energy. I like to make it organic to the moment. So I'm excited to have the challenge of making sure I'm not swearing, talking about dicks and death and Trump, which all those things kind of fallen under all of that. <laughs> Swearing dicks and death. Uh, tribute to Trump. Um, no, I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to the challenge. And to all of, just not beyond meeting everybody, which is just, it's going to be amazing. It, it's going to be, literally, I already know one of the most important trips and experiences of my life. I already know that. And beyond that, I'm just excited about the challenge to sort of raise up my level of performance for people who really, really need it. And having to function... Um, in a new realm of, of discomfort where, you know, I have to sort of watch what I say and I have to, you know, plan accordingly and differently than I've performed for years. So I'm going to rise to the challenge, y'all. I leave tomorrow for a week and then I'm coming back to Syracuse to spend New Year's with my family because I'm missing Christmas with my family, which is the first Christmas I've ever missed in my life. And how ironic that it's also my dad's first Christmas that he's ever missed with us. Bastard. Well, he died, so it's not really his fault. Um, <laughs> one of my friends is like, oh, what did, you, what did he leave you in his will? In his will, um, he was a degenerate gambler. I got a bar tab from Change of Pace and, you know, a, an off-track betting tab. <laughs> he didn't leave me a will. He left me a bill, bastards. So if you guys want to contribute to my dad's death bill, that'd be really appreciated. No, he's, he's, uh, he, he's a good dude. He'll always be a good dude in my heart, even though he's gone. You got to keep him alive in your heart, in your mind, in your jokes, all of that. If you're dealing with loss this holiday season, you're not alone. Try and remember the good times and the bad times. Have a fucking argument with them, even though they're gone. You know, you got to have all aspects of them around you at all, you know, for the rest of your life. I, I think don't just remember the good times. Remember some of the bad times and just have an argument in the grocery store and talk to yourself. You know, maybe that's what we're witnessing when we see people talking themselves. They're not really talking themselves. They're having an argument that they had with their wife from 20 years ago. And yeah, so what? She's been dead. What do you want from them? They're just trying to relive a moment. <laughs> you are not alone, y'all. Dead Dad's Club coming to you loud and proud. So I thought... It'd be a great way to honor my father, um, his passing and his his legacy to go overseas and also experience a little loss, not just from him being gone, but also not being with my family and 
these men and women, our, our military, are not with their families for a very long time. You know, people miss births, deaths, holidays, um, honeymoons. They miss everything. So I'm excited to go and give back and just meet some amazing, amazing men and women in uniform. Ah, and I hear that I get like a legit military jacket and I get to fly in a fucking Chinook. Hello, where is my Chinook flight lesson? Okay, I don't need one. Which button just gets this puppy off the ground? Give me the aviators. I'm taking a lap. I'm going to go take a lap around the base. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. Chinook, get out of town. It's about to get real. Uh, well, I have to go and shave myself to get ready in preparation for the USO tour. <laughs> but this week I wanted to share a Swapcast episode. It was a really fun episode with my girl Sarah Weinschenk of her Schenk podcast. I sat down with her at the comedy store last week and we talked all things, all things important and interesting and funny and weird. Uh, she's a really interesting, fun, funny comedian. She actually did my hilarious show in La Jolla Comedy Store for my birthday weekend. She was one of the very funny comedians that I had on board, and we've become friends, and she's a delight. I had a great time talking with her on her Schenk podcast. I hope you enjoy it, y'all. I'm going to go entertain the troops. Next time I talk to you, I might be in a foreign country, of which I can't tell you the location, because I want to survive. Love you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Shank. I'm your host, Sarah Weinshank, and today's guest is Jessamay Peluso. Ayo! I am putting the headphones on. You know, I, it, sometimes it freaks me out to, like, cover my ears, and it, I feel like I'm in a different realm, you know? Like, I kind of need some outside space. Really? Yeah. I like I like that. I get that. You mean you feel, like, um, suffocated by your headphones? Yeah, now I'm, I'm full headphone, and you're in both ears and it's a li- I feel like I'm in a womb and it's just you're I'm in the womb of your mouth that makes sense <laughs> I'm like should I vape more so this makes even more sense so that you're in the womb of my mouth I'm trying to get into somebody's womb I yeah. mean <laughs> it sounds great if you could wouldn't it be cool just to feel the womb once in your life you never feel the womb even when you, you don't have any memory of the womb I mean, also, the more times you say the womb, the weirder the word is, right? It's like, there's something about womb when, like, you just keep repeating it. It's like, how is this a word that's even in our vocabulary? Right, it sounds like a word that, like, Elmer Fudd says wrong. Yeah. It doesn't sound like, it sounds like the word is being mispronounced. Yes. Womb. Womb. Yeah. Well, and it has a B. There's a bee that's... Is, is the bee even there? No, it's like thumb. <laughs> it's so weird when you think about the word it womb. Is. If you smoke enough weed and think thumb about and wombs. <laughs> At what point does a thumb come into the womb? Oh, you know, I, I feel like that's like... It's like our stomachs become bake, easy bake ovens for people. You ever yeah. think like, he, like the, the female body is so weird? Why, are we, why were we the ones that got chosen... Oh, well, come on. <laughs> I mean, why were we the ones? Because have you ever seen a man when they're sick? It's like worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah. a sneeze. A sneeze, anything. It's like... <laughs> it's so... It's it's like detrimental. I wouldn't just trust a man with a womb either. <laughs> but wasn't there that one woman who had gender 
reconstructive surgery to become a man, but she kept her womb. That's confusing, right? Yeah, don't you remember that? Like in People Magazine a couple years ago, it was like a man. (laughs) Oh, A pregnant man. It was like the first pregnant man. You don't remember that? No. I mean, maybe. We don't know. Like, I'm having a hard time with this for some reason. I know. Whenever I think of wombs and uteruses and like fallopian tubes, there's something about all the parts of it. It makes me feel weak. Oh yeah, our 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 our, uh, car engine parts are gross. Like the fallopian tube, it's just like some weird eel. (laughs) It's like a just two weird eels that throw up eggs. (gasps) Oh. Uh, it's gross. We're gross on the inside. We're all so gross on the inside. We're all so gross on the inside. So gross, and we act like we're not. We act like we're all Beyonce on the outside. No, we're but not. But like, also, ugh, the gynecologist. I mean, can we improve? Like, I don't want to hear the service. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> can right? we help all OBGYNs right now? Like, ugh. I don't know about you, but for me, the worst part. Okay, so the clamp, the shape of it alone is intrusive. Oh, oh I can't even think about it. And it's like. Can I get a saw? Can they develop a pro like a, a material that's not frozen metal? You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, it's like it's so cold. Are you handling like a piece of meat? Yeah, are you on a barbecue? Are you or mixing a Tom uterus? Collins? <laughs> yeah, are you bartending? <laughs> are you mixing a Tom? <laughs> are Collins? you making a drink at the comedy store before? <laughs> and then do you do you? For me, what I freak out at is when they go in with the clamp and she goes, okay, now I just have to expand it a little. Oh, yeah. And you hear the click, click, click of the... And ma- it's cold. Uh, oh, my God. It's uh, cold and it's intrusive. I mean, dudes, every part of being a man, I feel like, is, is so so much easier. Like, just the checkup. Somebody literally fondles their nuts and they cough. We get, we get, a, we get a, a part. <laughs> we get, like, the arm of a microphone shoved into us. Yeah. And it's also like, oh, have you ever when they like look and they're like, do you want to see an ultrasound of your? I'm like, no, I don't want to see anything. That's what do you happening. mean? You've gotten one of those? Well, like when I go for my my checkup, they'll be like, look, there's your, there it is. And they'll there's show what? It. What do they show you? They'll just show me the, my uterus. I'm like, I don't want to see it. I've never seen. It. I never got that really? service. Uh, where are you going, Bev Hills, bitch? You got a fancy OBGYN? I might have a fancy OBGYN. My lady just draws like stick figures on a piece of paper. Okay. This is what your pussy looks like. So mine, really? <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to get some diagrams. I want a diaphragm diagram. Uh, yes, show me what my pussy looks like. Draw this shit for me. I'm confused. I have no clue what's happening. Just tell me if there's a problem. Also, when they feel your tits and you're like, can you stop tickling me? Mm-hmm. What is that about? Do you... Okay, honestly, I'm going to ask you an honest question, woman to woman. Do you ever check your boobs in between appointments? I do sometimes, but I'm always like, what am I feeling for? I feel like... (laughs) I'm like... I'm like... I I like the other day I was like I should probably feel these boobs like I think that's something that I should be getting into like, I know, you know it feels like you're in the produce department and you're like I don't <laughs> even know what the fruit should feel like yeah exactly is like, this I, a bump or like are, yeah, what or, is this or is this like a normal bump yeah like, what's, what's a, a what's the difference and it's like a chickpea or is it a grape I mean I'm now I'm hungry I forgot about the bump problem now I want a salad yeah no a thousand percent like I just don't like thinking about the gynecologist outside of the gynecologist I've been, oh, I haven't been to a gynecologist hot. in a hot minute. I really? probably should go back. I, I probably should one. go back. I'm just always afraid they're going to find like a critter down there or something. I know. Just no, like, can you not call it a critter though? <gasps> like a little creepy crawler. Oh, you got a little. <laughs> you got, got a. You got a service animal. You have a. Cl- you have a critter. <laughs> you have a clit critter. And by that a I clitter. mean chlamydia. <laughs> oh my god, a clit. A crit- critter. <laughs> I got. I got a crit on my clit. You got a crit on your clit. I mean. A critter is the funniest 
thing to call an STD. But like, oh yeah, I got a critter down there, so you're not gonna, I'm gonna need for you to not finger me or not fuck me because I have a critter, but I you gotta, can finger me. I gotta, you can work around the critter with your fingers, but not your dick. Hey, don't, don't disrupt my critter. <laughs> my service uh, yeah. critter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! That's I thought we were going to talk about fashion. Um, yeah, we get there. You know, we get there when we get there. There's too many important things to get into, like um, critters in your puss. About like when we got yelled at when we were in in uh, San Diego, La Yoya. I can't, still can't say it. Oh, yo, yo, yo. La Jala, Jala. That's La, what you were La- calling it, right? <laughs> The whole time we were there, you, you did not acclimate. <laughs> you're like, you're like, yeah, Lajala. It was amazing. It's because the J and the L's confused. The whole, the whole, La Joya, La Joya, La Joya. But when I see it, for some reason I go, and I yeah, add, like, add like I a, may I make it like a little too phlegmy and like, yeah. very, like am I reading from the Torah yeah. or what's no, happening? I think you just said a prayer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. like, La Jolla. <laughs> like, um, are there Jewish people in the way? It doesn't seem like it. Um, I just spilled water on your foot. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I but didn't... we got yelled at in that backyard by that guy. Yeah, so I went. I got to go to San Diego with you, which was so much that fun. That was a lot of fun. We went to the La Jolla Comedy Store and it was such a fun group. It was a fun group. It you, was... me, Wolfson, and Martindale, Justin Martindale. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was a lot of it fun. It was just a lot of shenanigans for like a couple days. A lot of marijuana. Pink Haze people came out. Sunday Scaries yeah. people came out. Yeah, Smoked Honey people came out. It yeah, was so Smoked much Honey fun. came out. We had, we had a lot of, it was a hilarious show. We had a lot of uh, cannabis people there. Yeah. Yeah. And then Justin and I bought horns. We bought these like antlers at a thrift store. Oh. Remember we were going to get our fancy. Did you get them? Not yet. We're waiting on them. No. Yes. I'm waiting on my antler frame. No. Yeah. It's been months. It's been months. (laughs) September. Put it out there. Holy hell. I'm sure they're going to be beautiful when they're done. I mean, I'm going to be doing seances. You're just like. I'm going to be fucking on them. I'm going to put them above my bed. You fucking better. You can't. If you get a set of horns that are decorative, like. How I'm gonna have the only place I should be is above the bed, like yeah, like you like grab a mountain. Those horns. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm gonna mount you. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna ride you into the sunset like Bambi's is, dead. Is that like considered? Uh, um, it's almost like a threesome. If yeah, you someone else in the antlers. We're gonna speciality, and then like Peta's gonna give us a call. Like, excuse us. Yeah. Um, these antlers have feelings. And yeah, that, <laughs> these antlers. Yeah, so does my bunghole. I mean. I wonder what it's going to be like to fuck in a room with antlers. That's, you know, or like people who have like taxidermied animals and they make love in those rooms. That's got to feel a bit weird. Just have these like rigor mortis woodland creatures looking at you. I just like I'm fascinated by those things because it's like what in the f- what's the goal? Yeah. Why? Right. Why? Why do I want why do I want my my dead ferret to be posed on my desk? forever okay i did you know that ferrets have a smell yeah like death i got super stoned and i looked up ferrets is it a specific smell there's like a specific smell that ferrets have that's supposed to be disgusting to who to like as a different oh yeah and it's like disgusting my friend was telling me this while we're high and i was like i gotta google ferrets and (laughs) like find this out and then i like went to this web page hadn't been updated since like the 90s i'm like neither have i yeah (laughs) That's how exactly. <laughs> that's hilarious. Exactly. Um, and what's the smell? I don't know. But I was like, 
Why is it illegal to have ferrets? Like, it's illegal? It's illegal. Where? Because I think it's funny, like, I'm going to do something illegal, like, go buy a ferret. Yeah, it's like, like I'm going <laughs> to steal a car. I'm going to murder somebody. Now I'm just going to get a ferret, bro. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get a ferret. Wait, it's illegal? Drive. Yeah. Where? Because they the sell US. them at Petco? No, they Why'd can't. Why did I say it like that? Petco. <laughs> <laughs> and then you enunciated the second part of it. Why? I've seen them at uh, pet shops. No, you can't. Really? You is can't. this new? I feel like this is new. My aunt. Well, in God rest her soul had four. No, she had four fucking ferrets. No, did she had smell? three parakeets, two cats. She had a menagerie. A menagerie of mental illness in the in the form of animals. I have an aunt that has a lot of birds. Yeah. Once you get once yeah. you dip into once you get in the bird land, that's it. There's no coming back. Yeah, it's, it's like blast West, off. It's like Westworld. <laughs> no, it's so <laughs> true. It's so true. I have an aunt who has multiple birds. Um, wow, what kind? Like different like, species. Yeah, like, like variants of like it, like macaws, Whoa. like huge, like exotic oh birds. And we had to stop going over to their house because, like, on Thanksgiving and stuff, she would like feed the birds from the fork. And my dad was like, "That is fucking, fucking disgusting. Weird. It's dirty. That's it's so gross." They, were they just out flying around? They were like they'd squawk and like rock back and forth on their uh, on and their like talons. Yeah, they like. <laughs> And like we're trying to eat dinner, and it's like anxiety producing. And there's like they're in like these huge cages, and they're like super neurotic. Like they're not meant to like live in chaos with like this crazy family. It was just like I can't breathe. I was like I'm just picturing you guys. <laughs> it's like it was so. It got to the point where it was like we can't go there anymore. Like That's, we have to just distance ourselves. We everyone has an aunt though. They all. Right? Everyone has an aunt. You know, you said macaw. It made me laugh so hard because when I landed in Syracuse to go home for the holidays i i on the plane i could hear and it it was so infrequent and sporadic that i thought it was just a mechanical noise and then i looked at my guy sitting next to me and i was like you hear that right he's like yeah i don't know what that is because it didn't quite sound like a creature noise it could have just been like you know i don't know part of the engine the fuselage i have no idea yeah. i don't know what's in a plane the fuselage i mean i don't know just like well, that sounded technical as fuck you're like i have no clue what's in the plane besides the fuselage <laughs> i was like what wait i just said a word that sounded mechanical it sounded I don't even know. so mechanical it was like i'm not even gonna question this um and then we get off the plane and I see this dude carrying this like box and then it, it made that noise again. I'm like, I think there's like, did this dude just fly with a fucking bird on the, in the cabin? And he gets out. He takes the bird out and a woman runs up no, to no, him. No. And I'm like, oh, it's his wife. They're going to embrace. She takes the bird and hugs the bird. No. Doesn't even say hi to her husband. I mean, this is everything. And they have like a moment and she, her and the bird are like kissing. No. Yes. And then she's got it on her shoulder. And by the way, she had the face of a bird woman. I'm going to no. tell you that much. Yeah, it's a specific there's face. There's a specific woman. Uh, yes. She's let, there's two different colors in her hair. Yes. It's it's the color she used to color it. And then you see the line in her hair where she gave up on life. No, no, it's true. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. You want to know what my aunt did? She got really into like safari hats. It was like. Has she ever been in a safari? Uh, no. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> she just got like these like big like khaki like Steve Irwin esque hats oh. and like tie the string right under the neck. Yeah, you keep know? it on. Keep, keep it on. It, it's like how active are you trying are you to get? Going? Yeah, like are you on al- the back of a camel? Also, you don't live in like the rainforest. Let the- are you weeding? It's insane. Okay, wait. So let's talk a little bit about how we got yelled at. Oh yeah, we got yelled at because we were in. It was my birthday eve. It was yeah. We went for your birthday weekend, and it was your birthday eve. It was the last show. It was a Sunday. Yeah. And I was like, let's just come over and we'll order some like food and smoke weed. Yeah. You we know ordered, how we post made some like IHOP. We post made uh, super IHOP. high. It was fun. We yeah. did. We just chilled for a little bit, decompressed. Yes. Like it, we were having a conversation outside yeah. of the Airbnb. Yeah. And that dude came out, the neighbor came out recording us. Wilson from fucking <laughs> he um, did look like Wilson. Home Improvement comes out. Because we just saw him above the fence. All we can see is like this dude from above the fence and he's like angry. He comes out guns a-blazing. Yeah, he comes with, out guns a-blazing. With it looks like he's either, he's flashing his flashlight in our face right. or he's videoing us. Right, and we're like, what is going on? And he's, he's screaming. Angry. He went from, there was no build up. It just was a hundred. Yeah, it was like... Do you guys know? Everyone's trying to sleep. I have to wake up for work in five hours. <laughs> yeah, he said he... He's like, I have to wake up for work in five hours. It's, it's, this is fucking not okay. I go through this every goddamn weekend. In yes. This yeah, it was so scary. It was. And it was just like misplaced anger because you know like people when they snap... It has nothing to do with you. It's from all the other shit from before. I'm I'm super anxious. Wolfie's like, it's Remember her what? birthday, yeah. which was like f- more fodder for him because he was just like not having. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if it's her birthday. Go inside and celebrate. <laughs> That's right. He's like, you guys need to shut up. And Wolfie's like, it's her birthday. And it's, like, and it's just like, it made him even more yeah. mad. It was like nothing. And But he was so intense. He was very intense. It makes you realize that there's a lot of people that hate their lives. Yeah, and also that don't know how uh, to expel the stress. Like, we should have just invited him over and ha- he should have just taken a couple puffs of what we were doing and maybe he would have been like, yo, work's gonna be great tomorrow. Yeah, maybe he could help us like tag some jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like eat some waffle. <laughs> eat yo, some bro, wa- come in and smoke a blunt and eat some waffle. He would I would love to get somebody like that high and see what happens. Yeah, and it's like I think it would save them a little bit for sure. I think it would help. I think that maybe that's the problem. I think that was his problem. Maybe we should go back over with just like a peace pipe, literally. A care package. Yeah, a peace pipe. It's amazing. Just an actual, like one of these smoked, the smoked honey. honey peace pipes. Yeah, we'll bring we bring him some some indica and you know just have a conversation. Just put him to bed so he sleeps through the, any any noises outside. I do think that like it's interesting though because I feel like that dude probably drank all weekend. Oh sure. He's and, a day drinker. Yeah, he's a, a day drinker. Yeah, there's a lot of dad day drinkers yeah. in San Diego. The, oh, for sure. Right? For sure, yeah. That's, they're definitely hitting the shivas at like 10 a.m. Yeah, like is everyone just getting fucked up and cruising around? Oh, yeah, and board shorts and long boards. It's yeah. a funny culture. It is. It's like a, there's like 60-year-old dads that still think they're 22. It's fascinating. Yeah, they, they haven't worn socks in 15 years. Yeah, they're in their rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> they have like their good pair of rainbows for dinners. 
I was like, I found my rainbows in a polo if I have yeah, to go to dinner. Polo, like, yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a whole specific scene. San Diego's I mean, bizarre. And did you have any weird fashion phases? Oh, I, th- I, I think like every other day is a weird fashion phase. Wait, what do you mean? I did, like, definitely in high school, I used to wear the baggiest clothes in high school. Like, what? Like, how baggy? Like, would like, you sag? Oh, yeah. I used to wear, like, jerseys and like sag my jeans you would yeah fuck yeah you would you show your underwear would you show like would you wear a thong and then show it or a little bit i used if i if i was failing if if you were failing if i was failing that class (laughs) yeah yeah, and i need to like you know let them know what i'm working with yeah like i realize that's a c what about you get to look at my b's yeah would it become an a Yes. You know, that's the math. That's titty math. Titty math. Check out People these. need to get down with titty math more. Titty math needs to be That should explored. be a course. Yeah. You know? Do, did you have, like, in school, did you have sexual education? I didn't like learn anything from right? it. I, like, don't understand. Okay, let me just tell you how fucked up my sexual education was. So I went to Catholic school. My parents sent me oh to my Catholic God. school. So for fifth grade, the way that they explained sex was bring a gift from home, wrap it up, make it pretty, put a bow on it. A gift? This is your virginity. Okay. Bring your, bring your gift to school. All right. And uh, you don't want anyone. And we're going to take it. <laughs> yeah. And you can't just. Exactly. And you what? can't just. They're like. Like the analogy was yeah. like this is your gift. Like your pussy's a gift. I, that's don't just the problem. be giving it away. It's like you're putting. You're making this even more you're scary. Ma- you're just making. You're overcomplicating something that's so simplistic. Right. Like by nature sex is very simple. Yeah. And then all of our emotions are the things that make it more complex. Like the actual act yes. of sex is very simple. It's very yeah, black it's and the, white. Yeah. No one's reinventing the wheel. No. Everyone thinks that they are going to do something that hasn't been right. fucked a way that they that hasn't been fucked. Like, yeah. Everyone's fucked all the ways. Okay. <laughs> so don't come up in here trying to be innovative. It's been done. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to try anything. No. It's all the same <laughs> shit, basically. You just fill in holes. <laughs> Literally. Just fill in the holes. Literally. Yeah, I remember from Sex Ed, we they showed us these like clips, like uh, of all the most terrible things that could happen to us, just like the worst diseases, things yes. growing out of your bunghole, and it's like <laughs> bunghole. <laughs> you know, teach me something like constructive, because just right. telling me that if I do this thing, that I'm gonna have a blooming onion out of my bunghole. A blooming onion. What's the thing? Like, you're I just telling me about her on my clip. <laughs> and a blooming onion. Uh, yeah, it's all scare tactics. It's not like it practical is. ways to survive being a sexual being. Right. It's that's like, not teaching. You're right. That's just scaring. Yeah, it's all like fear based. It's weird. You're right. A, a, a lot of it is fear based education, which creates a total complex. Then you're just like, oh, God. Well, what well, was dicks inside of me? Well, you know, oh, God, like, there's a baby, and there's going to be a monster crawling out of my coochie. And I have no clue what's going uh, on. I'm going to be itchy after this. Yeah, no. You know, it's like... I'm going to be itchy and sore. Yeah. <laughs> sore, for sure. It's part of uh, yeah. being a sexual being. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. A lot of soreness and itchiness. Keep yeah. the creams close by. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going to fuck? Good luck. Best yeah. of luck to Best you. Best of luck. <laughs> Here's a vat of KY and a yeah. pillow. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. What do you wish you learned in school? I wish I learned more about financial. That's um, what I was going to say. Planning. 
And like taxes. Taxes. I wish I learned more about. Um, Maybe. Like it was more of a, I wish it was more of a creative artistic place. It really wasn't. No. It's yeah. like hell. Yeah. It's just like home economics and math that I don't even think the most talented person at MIT could understand. I took so much math. And what, what do we? It was so hard. I cheated it, nonstop. I was like, hey, let me see So that. stressful. No. And it, I don't understand. Like, so kids are in school eight, nine hours a day. And then they come home and they have like three hours of homework. What, why, why is there any homework? Yeah. And then they're like um, online now. Like probably in VR. Yeah. Playing, like who Seriously. knows doing what. Yeah. They're not even like, going yeah, to. But that might be the future. Not even going to class. You just sit at home with a VR headset on and you're you know you're in a, cl- a virtual reality classroom you might actually learn more that way i just think there's so much uh superfluous stuff in our education system that doesn't add to your add value to your life down the road right like it's a lot of like wasted shit right like think about all the time all the math classes you took and that i took i don't use math i can't even i hate math i can't add i cannot i can't do Honestly, basic math here, let me be honest with you. Be honest. When I went to college, I got there and they were like, okay, so um, you need to be in this math class. I get to the math class, it's pre-algebra. And I'm what? Like, Everyone here has like actual problems. So <laughs> are we sure I need to be here? They're like, well, if you want to test out of it, uh, feel free. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm, um, I guess I'm in here. I just don't um, like if, if... Yeah, so I had to take pre-algebra, algebra statistics calculate pre-calculus and calculus i mean can't that all be one class called like, what yeah or also just like can you just give me like the math i need to live yeah what's the math i need to not be in the negative in my bank account just give, me, give like, me that math yes How, what's the math i need to have some money saved for when i go a little too crazy at tj maxx you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, where yeah, is no, that math? That I need that math yeah, as well. I don't need I don't need letters in my math. If there's Y's and B's no. up in a corner in a fucking parenthesis, it, it's like did the math que- did the person who wrote this question did their edible kick in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because yeah, yeah. even the question, it looks like literally somebody's mind had a panic attack and it just threw up letters and numbers. No, yeah, I don't. Doesn't it? Like, yes, yes. It looks like, like somebody scrambled everything about, like, in the English language and put it on a like, fucking chalkboard. Okay, best of luck to you. Like, <laughs> you might as well put like Chinese characters in there. They're too. in there too. Yeah, like I don't like the square root signs. I mean, square root. What does that mean? Is that a plant? Is that no. something that's in a garden? It's like, yeah, none of the shit. You don't really need it. You don't. What? What? Do you remember anything from that? T- like that time in your schooling no i sometimes i you know what i do sometimes when i get high i'll remember like random like equations but i don't even know what they mean like i'll be like oh yeah pythagorean <laughs> serum who knows what that was like pythagorean serum b squared equals c squared <laughs> isn't that what it was like sometimes there'll be like glimpses yeah. of like isosceles triangle yeah exactly or like pi 3.14 and you're like uh and you're like i don't even know what that means Exactly. Like, 3.14 what? Slices of pie? Now it, I'm hungry. It's like has to do with the circle. And you're like, what? when am I going to need to know the circumference of a circle? I'm never going to be building a circle. I'm not going to be building a circle. I'm just not going to need this. I'm not going to need it. And, and all the years. So you figure, you know, you've got four years of high school and, you know, probably an hour a day of math, give or take. That's, yeah. that's 28 hours a week. That's almost 300. You're spending like 1,100 hours on 
something you're never going to use. That's 10% of what it takes to become successful at something. It's like, why don't we get like, um, I, you know what I would have been into? Like a gardening class. Yeah. Like something that's yeah, like, like, how do I grow Oh, you know what would have been great? How do I great? survive in the apocalypse? Yo. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Where's that course? Right? How do I survive when the grid goes out? Yeah. yeah. Teach me about a solar panel. Yo, how do you plant a tomato? Yeah. Right? Yeah. How do you what? grow a, a fucking weed plant? <laughs> we both went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll t- how do you take care of chickens, bitch? You know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. Yes. What's a pack of llama eat? Yes. You know, like I need to know what I need to do to take care of the creatures that I'm going to have in my backyard to survive when humanity goes to shit. All the creatures except those birds. And, and except the coochie critters. The coochie except critters. your aunt's Thanksgiving friends and my critters. Yeah. My clit critters. Your clit crits. Clitters. So That's going to be my band name. You wore a lot of baggy stuff? Were you like, oh, yeah. What inspired that? I think just because hip hop was so big in that time and it was such a big part of my life. I just loved, like, Okay, wearing so baggy clothes. Would you do like braids? Like oh, how yeah. into braids, the scene were yeah. you? Braids. What baggy kind of pants, shoes? Um, Fila. Fila. Fila sneakers. I had Allen Iverson basketball sneakers. You did? Yeah, I played basketball. Allen Iverson. Brag. Wasn't he on the Celtics? Allen Iverson. I don't even know. I remember what the fuck he was, was like he a major. Um, he had like cornrows and yes, like, he yes. had like priors. He was like a total criminal. Him and yeah, him. They. I remember I used what to watch the on? Lakers playoff games. I don't remember what team Allen Iverson was on. We're so we're such women right now. We could ask uh, Siri, was it but who Alan, cares? Was it uh, <laughs> Iverson? I'm, I'm just had a. Uh, I'm not okay. Al, was it Allen <laughs> Iverson? You just went Iverson. <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, the name. Was it the Celtics? I don't know. I, I want to say maybe. I want to say Charlotte Hornets. I think he was on the Hornets. I know shit about basketball. I really. like Charles Barkley. I had Charles. Barkley. I had Charles Barkley high tops. I you think, did. Yep, and I think they were Reebok, and he was on Phoenix Suns. I don't even know if that's a team anymore. I'm just throwing out. I'm just throwing references. out. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you played basketball. Yeah. What position were you? I played for a minute. You did? I was the worst on the team. I'm so short. Oh I my god, like, you were so cute. I can I picture in, you playing basketball. I only played in um middle school. That's really cute. It was terrifying. It is terrifying. Yeah. I got stabbed almost in my eye by this this chick's nail. Like a long ass nail. Like you know, like Like a Coke nail? Nah, like like fucking nails with some jewelry on them. No. Yeah, and she came at me like and no. I was like, damn, Keisha, you almost popped my eye out, bitch. No. Yes. She, like, did she intend, did she I go mean, to grab the- those girls, because it was inner city school, so it was just like, I was the only white girl on the you whole You were the only team. white yep. girl. Yep. They used to call me Crazy J. That was my nickname. That was your nickname? Yep. Sheena, Shamika, uh, Rashida. No. Uh, yeah, that was, yeah. You were the only white girl in Felicia. your school? Felicia. No, I mean, in your class. I'm, on my basketball team. On your basketball yeah, team. Yeah, and, and my, my school was, like, almost, like, 60% minorities. Where did you go to school? Henniger. Where is that? Syracuse, New York. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you feel, were you always funny? I think like, I just, yeah. That's just how I communicated with everybody. Yeah. I had friends, the whole school, I had friends with like all different types of people, but I also was a loner. It was weird. I was like that too. Yeah? Yeah. I had friends, I was friends with everyone. Like people that you wouldn't, people wouldn't think I was friends with. I was friends right. with. I was like, hey, what's up? It's my yeah. friend. Yeah. yeah. Like no, I didn't belong to a clique. Right, same. Right. I kind of like rotated between them. Yeah, I'm like, well, I, this is weird. You guys like don't get along. This, a little bit of this. Yeah, it's and like a dish of. It's like Thanksgiving plate. You take a little bit of everything. Yeah, and then like I remember like sometimes like even like 
at like in college like i would have birthday parties and like it would be all these people in the same room but once they were all in the same room i realized none of them have anything in common <laughs> and you're like fuck i'm terrible my at friends <laughs> yeah i'm like they're all my friends yeah. but none of them are are comfortable because none of them would ever really hang out but that's the way it should be that's america yeah, if but you took like, like one person from each place. Yeah, like it's it's just interesting because I would have parties and then I would end up being anxious. Yeah. and I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. you know what I mean. Because I'm the only I'm the I'm the common denominator. Speaking of math, right? You're welcome oh, for shit. that term. What's some... the common denominator? Fuck. I don't know, Mr. Devito. I don't know anything. <laughs> Mr. Devito was that the name of your math? Devita, Mr. Devita. He was like, he literally looked like. Um, What's his name? The little short guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that really... Uh, Danny, Danny DeVito? He looked like Danny DeVito. Because that's what I was picturing the second yeah. day you said it. Obviously. That's why I said DeVito because that was like the guy, the teacher reminded me of, of Danny DeVito. Mr. DeVito, he was like a four foot tall Italian man with like the softest beard. I had a, a small man math teacher as well. Really? Is that something that happens? Uh, little men great well, at math? Uh, nature's balanced, you know. It's not every person has the brains and the brawn. <sighs> That's true. So if you're teaching math, chances are you're not you're not too tall not too tall to ride this ride. <laughs> <laughs> you're not tall. You're enough. not tall enough to get on the roller coaster. So how long did you go? Like, so would you say that your style in high school was like urban? Yeah, that was the direction yeah, you went for sure. Were you wearing like FUBU? Uh huh. You did. I had you fubu. went hard. Yeah. Did you, how long did you do this for? All of high school. And then and then what? And did then you, uh, my acne cleared up, my braces came off, and I tried bras and tight pants, and then like, I just damn. looked awkward. I still had that like, you know, that attitude, but I'm like dressed like a lady. It just was weird. It was a weird. It was a juxtaposition. Like I felt like I should have just worn baggy clothes. I feel like I still should just wear baggy clothes, but it's really weird because um, baggy clothes. I feel like. There's something nice about hiding underneath a baggie. Mm-hmm. There's mm. nothing better, like, at home uh, than just being in, like, yes. a loose-fitting garment. Are you kidding? <laughs> Someone gave me a sweatshirt. It was, like, a double XL for a man. Yes. And I felt such, like, a little lady. Yes. That's <laughs> so like little, funny. Like a teeny little baby in there. Yeah. yeah. And I just, like, hid in it for days. There's nothing more comfortable than, no. like, baggy shit. Because, like, yeah. I do not like being dressed at home. You don't like to be... I, no... When you're at home, if you wear any, if you're like dressed, you're a demon. You can't. That's yeah. the only place you can get away with wearing sweatpants that have a stain from each one of the meals you ate the week prior. Right. And like, there's like no better feeling, honestly. No better feeling. And, and like it, it, when you're out in the world and you wear sweatpants, you're judged unless they're like a thousand dollars in L.A. Like, yeah. oh my god, that's like easy pants. Yeah, mm. sweatpants, though, are oh, so... They're, ne- they're a necessity. Now, here's a question for you. Yes. As a comedian, because you travel. Yes. Do you, are you fancy dresser when you travel, or are you comfortable? I'm really... I have a hard time with I travel. You do. It's really hard for me, and I've this last year, I've been like, okay, you got to scale it back, bitch. Yeah. You don't get a break. you pack everything? I pack everything. Oh, I imagine you pack everything. I pack everything. I go for three days. I'm checking a bag. Oh, my it's, God. It's that. Sarah. It's, it's bad. It's like well, I... Because you're fashionable. You probably... You have outfits. Do you I pack have outfits? Alf- yes, it's outfits. Mm-hmm. And then, But, like, it's annoying because before I go, I'm like, okay, so I have an outfit for every day. Yeah. So I plan the outfit for every day. Yep. I remember that from, from La, jo- La Jolla. La Jolla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La Jolla's. Yeah. I remember when you came to the beach, I'm like, this girl's ready for a fucking photo shoot. Look how cute she is. Girl, I you, love you, and, you and Wolfie, you had, was it your red bikini? Or it was no, like it was a, a red one piece. dress. 
It was like a one piece. Wasn't oh yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It was with so fruit. cute. Yes, with fruit. Oh yeah, my fruit was bikini. It, was it from Forever Twenty One? It was like lemons, and cherries, cherries yeah. watermelon. Oh, it was so cute. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, you've got like a, you've got this like classic, modern, pop art. Thank you. Thing. I'll take it. Yeah, and it feels very natural to your essence. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, like, it's weird because I I just like clothes and color and color. You like yeah. color. Yeah, I like things Bold. that make me feel happy. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say your style is happy. Like, I don't like wearing things that um, I don't like things that are drab. Yeah, or, like boring. Yeah, I get bored easily. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, let's just like put all these this together and hope that it works. Yeah, yeah. and your your Instagram style is really fun too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah I like doing. Um, I do styling stuff sometimes. Yeah, it's fun. I told you I want you to help me style. Yeah, I, w- I would love to. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah, poster for next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What kind of poster? For the tour. Okay. Yeah. We'll Just like what happen. I should wear and, and all that fun stuff. Yeah. I love helping look. people with that. that yeah. You're creative. I, I, I'm always inspired by your Instagram posts. I'm like, this looks like a David LaChapelle ad. Oh, remember David LaChapelle? Yes. <sighs> I remember when I so first fun. saw David LaChapelle. I was like, oh, wow. This yeah. Is, you're like, uh, you're like, this is the art. Yeah. You're yeah. like, what is, you're like am, is this a photo or is this life? Yes. And also... I just remember, like, like, cause seeing a lot of like boring art, like yeah. as a kid. Like you only see like what your parents. In two D. Yeah, you're like, hey, there's like a lot of like Jesus, like Renaissance yeah. paintings, and like yeah, farmers, and there's yeah. you know, hey, hey, <laughs> and English setters. Yeah, a lot of cocker spaniels. Yeah, bitches taking bitches on picnics in a forest. Yes, and Why like on a picnic with like a bowl, yeah, a bowl of fruit. There's like grapes draped. There's like a, like a pale breast exposed, like a Renaissance woman like gazing into the distance. Just a Renaissance titty. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> and, and people are like, this is art, and you're like. like I don't get it. Yeah. And then when you see, st- when I saw stuff like David LaChapelle, like, I remember being like, what? Yeah. You could do shit like this? Yeah. Like, or like stuff that's like more modern. I was like, oh shit. Like, I'm obsessed with that because as a kid, my parents were into like oil paintings. Oh, you know so what I mean? Romantic. Where it's like an oil painting. Like, the thought of getting like an oil, like an impressionist painting oh, of God. like, if you look too closely, you can't Just tell a, it's like a, a wagon. Yeah. And you're like, is it a barn or a wagon? We don't know. Like a still life of like uh, a an apple with the sun. Who cares? Uh, that's how I feel. Just an apple on a table with shitty lighting. That's how I feel. <laughs> that's how I feel. But some people fucking love that shit, well, man. That's like, we have to draw the line with art. We really need to stop. Like, yeah. We need to stop because right. it's not all art. I'm sorry. No, it's not. And I right. know everyone starts and, you know, it takes whatever, 10,000 hours to become professional, whatever you're doing. But it's what? not all, it doesn't all end up well for everybody. Dude, what about Picasso? He's just straight up punking everyone. Picasso was just like, he's like, yeah, I'm yeah. high. Yeah. Here we I'm go. I'm on acid. <laughs> Here's a horse. Yeah. Did he draw everything on a roller coaster? No, yeah, basically, that's what it looks like. He's like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just throw some shapes up there, tell him it's something that it's yeah. not. And they'll be like, what? I mean, maybe he was the Warhol of his era where he was just making fun of everybody but else's like, art. But, like, this is my question. Do you ever think, like, okay, maybe I could be, like, a dope painter. It just wouldn't be, like, a traditional dope painter. Yeah. Like, maybe... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like maybe you're, you see the like, story of you could be interesting and your art is terrible, but because yeah. your story is so good, they're like, yeah, but she was raised by Cocker Spaniels. But like, she was raised in the wilderness. I just feel like, yeah, exactly. But also like Pollock, he's just like splashing some yeah, shit on a canvas. Just, this looks like Pollock to me here. 
anything. Yeah. Just like lines of color. It, it, yes. And I mean, I get like the beautiful thing about art is it's all about expression and what it means to the to the viewer. Right. But like also it's just red and blue. I'm sorry. Yeah. I remember yeah. I went to the Guggenheim once in New York and literally there was this like six foot by ten foot, two foot thick platform that was leaned up against a wall and painted in blue lacquer. And it, and there was an and I was like, no, oh, this must no, be no. May, maybe they're fixing a part of the no. r- r- there maybe there's a wall missing someplace. Yeah, it was an art. And it was a piece. It was a fucking piece of art. I mean, how how what what it, what in the fucking world? Like we have to stop. That's a parent's fault. Some, <laughs> that, that kid's mom either he was totally neglected, or his mom was like, you're so good. God, oh God, Tristan. Tristan. You're a fucking artist. I mean, and you know that his name has to be Tristan. Oh, it's Tristan. Anybody who makes the, you know, dips a door in blue lacquer and puts his name on it like he's proud is, a, is somebody who has mental illness. No, it's true. And also, though, it's like the balls that it takes to, like, have something that's completely like a plain canvas with like two dots and to be like oh, fuck and you. to be like this represents the war era of the 1900s suck a dick yes yes and to just be able to have that type of confidence it's yeah it's it's, it's you need more confidence to to show off some shitty art than you do to get on stage you, you really do right there are a lot of just speckles of dirt on canvases and these motherfuckers are like this represents the modern civilization yes really or does it represent that your medication is imbalanced yes exactly your parents were disrespectful and irresponsible with how they told you how great you were we gotta celebrate we gotta stop celebrating mediocrity in our children it's that's true we need people are so afraid of criticism we're so afraid of criticism i know and it's just like things need to be criticized not everything's great when you criticize somebody and they're able to take it, they're able to grow and change. If you keep telling everybody they're great, you get shitty art and shitty people. It's true. It is. Like, I've learned to take criticism. Yeah, you have to do stand-up, right? That's like, you're like, I wasn't asking for your opinion, right? but I will take this criticism and move on. Yeah, you ever get those yeah. people who offer their opinion of your show like, after? Yeah, or they're like, oh, I have an idea for you. On You should try to d- elaborate should, yeah. more on when you're up there. Uh, and you're like, okay, Carl, I'll be yeah. at Staples tomorrow to make more copies, so thanks. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes those people, like, once in a while I'll get a message from somebody totally random that said something about something i said on stage and i'm like oh yeah okay cool. Cool. yeah yeah but that's yeah, like one yeah. percent of the time yeah you know what i mean yeah but it is interesting how people just think that you want their um unsolicited solicited yeah opinions yeah their opinions but then after a while you just get so desensitized to it i think right you're just like whatever yeah you're lame it doesn't mean anything and sometimes like I mean, sometimes the criticisms that I've gotten have actually been constructive. Yeah. And when they're that way, like, especially from our peers. Yes. When it's from your peers, it's different. When it's from your peers, like, you get tags from people or, you know, there have been times when I'm doing a joke, doing it the same way, same way, same way. And then one of my friends will come up like, why don't you try and switch this? And you do and it works. And you're like, oh. Yeah. It's totally different, though, because you're like, they're in the trenches with you. So it's like, it's like if you, if someone comes back from war and you're like, well, why don't you do it this way? And and they're like, well, I'm not in, I'm not, you're not a soldier one and two, we're not on the battlefield. So fuck you. We're we're not a foreign country anymore. Yeah. 
We're on, we're on domestic ground. Just calm yeah. down. Yeah, I'm going to need for you to calm down. I'm going to need yeah. you to step back, soldier. Yeah. <laughs> also, you're not even a soldier. You're, you were, you're a nurse. You're a nurse. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it's like. Let me take your stethoscope and staple it to this canvas. I'm about to make, become an artist. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, you know what? That's what? our episode. What? Yeah. It went by so fast. It went by so fast. From... from OBGYNs to Picasso. We really covered a lot of ground. We talked critters. Critters, coochie, and art. Critters, what coochie, else is art, there? baggy clothes. Baggy clothes. Um, you know, sex ed, us sucking at math. Yes, that was... And thing. how important titty math is to people and understanding how they can pay their rent with it. More titty math. More titty math. Less problems. Yeah. <laughs> More titty math, More less titty, problems. Yeah, less problems. Yes. So do you have anything coming up you want to promote? And where can our listeners find um, you? You can find me at Jessie Mae Peluso on all things social media. Okay, Jessie um, Mae Peluso. Jessie is my website. And your show dates are up there? My show dates are up there. I'm going to be at the Helium Buffalo December 6th. I'm going to be at Yonkers Comedy Club December 14th. Woohoo. And I'm doing a USO tour through Christmas in Iraq, Afghanistan. You are? Yeah. Germany and Italy. When when did you do that? The 20th to the 27th, I decided. I've never missed a holiday with my family. And That's going to be so amazing. Yeah. I thought it was a good timing for that, to just, you know, give back to them. Have you ever done a military tour? Never. Ever, ever, ever. And they asked me a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, I just lost my dad. So I was like, yeah. this is the first year I've experienced great loss. So I want to give back to people who experience great loss. On a monumental level. That's so amazing. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it comes at a good time, and so I'm really excited to like go there and perform for troops and see what think, goes on over there. I think it's cool. I think it's a cool way to, you know, holidays can be so selfish. Yeah. And you're just, it's materialistic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, am I going to get my nails done and like vajazzle my vagina? Am I going to yeah. go overseas and yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. that's so cool. I'm I mean, excited. That's I admire you so much. That's such a strong thing to do. It's like would be so easy to just like shrivel up. I wanted to shrivel up, and I wanted to. I was like, I can't do this. And then I Facetime my mom, and her and I were both like crying. She's like, You got to do it, hon. You got to go over there. They oh my need god, you. that's so cute. <laughs> that's so cute. I mean, she was day drunk on wine, but still, we were crying. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. And then I just have my Sharp Tongue podcast and. Hilarious, which have you done Hilarious? Yeah, I did. You um, did Sharp Tongue. I did. I did Weeds Day. Oh, yeah. You did Weeds Day with me. I did Weeds Day, yeah. and that's on Wednesdays. That's yeah, on Wednesdays on Instagram and Facebook Live. And then Sharp Tongue and Hilarious are just regular podcasts you can find probably where uh, you, you find yours. Yeah, all yeah. of the places. All the places. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You're the best. You're a delight. So fun. Thank You're you. You're a pop of color, fruit, and energy and love. Thank you. You're yeah. the best. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Shank. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And if you have any fashion questions, you can email shank, S-H-E-N-K, dot pod at gmail.com. And uh, thank you to Smoked Honey and Kush Clean, our sponsors. Thanks so much. Bye. Mm-hmm.